Cruz and Bruno Reagan. Everybody stay calm. Stay calm. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the afternoon stretch now at 615-844-5600. Now here's Bruno and Zach. Four o'clock here in the Music City, so you know what time it is. Time for the afternoon stretch here on Nashville Sports Radio. Bruno Reagan, Devlin McKenzie, Zach Williams here inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Hope everybody is having a terrific Friday, January 27th. The free-for-all Friday you've been waiting for is here. If you want to jump in, 615-844-5600. Let's start the weekend off with a bang. I want to see callers out on the show today. If you're listening, jump in, 615-844-5600. Great to be back inside the Strike and Spare studio now because uh, yesterday we were at T-Line. Great to be out at T-Line last night. How was your pizza, Bruno? It was really good. Uh, Did I, it make it to Clarksville? I told you. I was eating it all in the car. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah, so I ate it all in the car. It uh, The the chicken sandwich, the buffalo chicken sandwich I had was just, it's to die for. It's amazing. It's amazing how good the food is there. Uh, had such a fun time out there. You got to, uh, you got to see Clay in Nashville, he came out and said what up i got that photo y'all still i gotta post it i haven't posted it yet waiting for a good day too yeah i'm waiting on uh so if you're watching the video feed and it looks like i'm on my phone the whole time it is because i'm a big fight fan i want to see some fight news that's supposed to drop but if you remember last time when dana white said he was going to go live it was hamza shamaya versus nate diaz and they reworked the whole card he said he was going online and then it took him like 15 minutes to go live after his he's date, figuring so. it out he's like how do i do this how do I go live here? How do I figure this out? Devil McKenzie behind the board. Good to see you in person today. Hey. How are you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing. You're doing? Yeah. Devlin's here. That's all that matters. Oh, I'm here. You, you nervous about this weekend at all? I mean, yeah. I'd be more nervous if it was the Browns, but at the end of the day, it's not my team. Yeah, you're pull, but you're pulling for the Bengals. You know I what am, I mean? Like yeah. you, you have to you have to quasi adopt a fan, you know, or, or adopt a team as a fan just because you you know, I mean, if your team's not like Titans aren't in, there's plenty of Titans fans around here that somebody you got to cheer for somebody. You can't just sit there and not cheer for somebody because that's stupid. Who I can't imagine a real like football fan that's a Titans fan or whatever, and your team's not like a Packers fan. Your team didn't get in, and you're just done watching football. You just stop watching the playoffs. I have a question. Go for it. So let's say the Jags make it far, and they're in the playoffs. As a Titans fan, the Titans don't make it. Do you root for your division to make it far, or do you root against the Jaguars? I'm I curious. would. Kill myself ten times over before I ever succumb to this logic. This is and and this is, I think it's a good question, Devlin. Just allow me to dunk on it real quick because there are people that are like, uh, my Auburn. I graduated from Auburn. My whole family lineage from Auburn. But now that we lost, we're going to root for the SEC and Alabama in the national championship. You're a loser and a dork. I hope the University of Tennessee gets raptured. I hope that entire place is a hole in the ground. I hope it's the lost next lost city of Atlantis. I hope I hope every everything that bad that could ever happen aside from like criminal activities happen at that place. Mm. I've always felt that way. I I feel that's the normal way to react, not woo where the a- AFC South runs this. That is such uh, I've thought of five different words. I can't say any of them. Great. Someone, I agree. Someone take it. I agree with the thought. I no no. If you're a real like I, like if I you're asking the fan of me, the Titans fan of me, 
No, I want bad things for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't want good things for them. I want bad things for them. So I don't want them to go further because especially if you're a fan and take it, you know, we're talking about the Jaguars Titans in that situation right now. But if you're a Denver Broncos fan, you're praying that the, that the chiefs lose, right? You don't want, you don't want to see the chiefs have a good game and win the Super Bowl. That's, that's terrible. That's the worst feeling you could possibly have. So yeah, no, there's, there's no shot that you want, you want to see any, uh, you know, of your, your enemies throughout this, just because the regular season ends doesn't mean you're not still hating that team i was curious i mean like if it's the if it's the steelers or the ravens i'm rooting against them but i represent ohio here so i i feel obligated to yeah that's weird them. you guys you're you're a weird culture though i mean you really are like i know people from ohio that they're they're all the same they're they're the same exact way they're like yeah we're ohio i, I don't know it's disgusting i'll but. tell you the only thing that's ever been good that came from ohio this is honest the drew carey show entrance you know, have you heard it? Mm, never. Ohio rocks. You never, you never heard that. Oh, I've heard that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is, that's simply that's cool. That's a that was cool. And then at the end, he's like Ohio or Cleveland rocks. Sorry, not Ohio rocks. Yep. Cleveland rocks. Uh, uh, and then he's like Ohio at the end. Like that was that always hits me in the, like the childhood bone for sure. Skyline. No, no. <laughs> I mean, it's just not gonna happen. B dubs. No, Buffalo Wild Wings is 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 that from Ohio? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Ever since Jared Cook, the tight end uh, in the NFL, had a full chicken head deep fried inside of his uh, meal that got served to him, and it was just you could see the beak and everything steal. Ever since that happened, I've been done with beat ups. Bruno Bruno rocks with it still. I do. I know you do. It's gross. I think it's gross. I think the place is gross. Bruno rocks with Ohio. There, that's it's settled. I don't mind them. You you tolerate Ohio. I don't hate any group of people except everyone from Louisiana. Well, I'll tell you what. The Cincinnati mayor, everybody hates him right now in Cincinnati, I believe. <laughs> I'm not sure. Look, I have no idea, political standing aside, but he did something that if you're going to really call your shot on something and you put it into this bit, you're putting it on a scope now. Like we were talking about the whole Burrowhead situation where Joe Burrow is, you know, he owns Arrowhead. He's beat Patrick Mahomes three times and yada, yada, yada. Uh, never lost to him. This game is going to have a lot of added pressure to it. Earlier today, if you haven't heard about this, the, C- uh, the Cincinnati mayor uh, stated that they are going to have a paternity test and a whole lot more a paternity test to see if Joe Burrow is truly Patrick Mahomes' father. Listen to this video from the the actual Cincinnati mayor. Good afternoon, Cincinnati. I have a proclamation from the desk of the mayor. Be it proclaimed, whereas the Cincinnati Bengals are headed to Burrowhead Stadium for their second consecutive AFC championship game. Whereas at last year's game, the Bengals scored more points than the Chiefs, resulting in a Bengals victory and a Chiefs loss. Whereas Joseph Lee Burrow, who's 3-0 against Mahomes, has been asked by officials to take a paternity test, confirming whether or not he's his father. Whereas all season long, Cincinnati has been on a path of destiny, fighting it out to overcome anyone who stands between them and a Super Bowl win. And whereas Kansas City is named after its neighboring state, which is, you know, just kind of weird. 
Now therefore, I, Aftab Pierval, Mayor of the City of Cincinnati, do hereby proclaim January 29th, 2023, as they gotta play us day in Cincinnati. This guy sucks. They gotta play cringe. us day. That was mad cringe. Devlin, you have anything to say for the people that represent you that you're a constituent of his? I very much enjoy the smack talking. The Eli Apples, I don't care. I, I love it. It fires like me up. Like real smack You, you appreciate what he said about DeMar Hamlin using DeMar Hamlin? Let's just, I mean, come on. Oh, okay. I just wanted to see where it was. I didn't know what you meant by that. This is just, I mean, this is getting out of hand. It's getting ridiculous. I even said it to my friends. I was like, this is, I mean, you can't support. This is ridiculous. This is honestly kind of embarrassing. You don't see Kansas City's mayor doing this. That's ridiculous. This is just all out mayhem in Cincinnati. Because let's be honest, Cincinnati could be the next 90s Bills. You guys could go to the Super Bowl every year. Who cares if you don't win it? Mm -hmm. You'd be a bigger I mean, they're a bigger joke than, than anybody. And they were that good. They were good. You gotta I feel be able so to bad it. for Mark Levy. I mean, every, like right now, he's getting phone calls. La probably last week was probably how it happens. But I've been a part of sports talk radio now long enough to see some real patterns. And and Levy is every year getting near the Super Bowl. Radio stations start calling him to talk about how many times he lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> and it's got to – I mean, the guy keeps doing the interview. I got to – I mean, the same question over and over again, I got to think, has to wear on you. So, uh, yeah, Zach Taylor could be the next Levy. It, it just could happen. It could very well happen. And they could just keep losing. But, yeah, no, that's that's – that's a tough scene. Cincinnati, I mean, once again, how much whiteboard material is on here for the Chiefs now? And and the, the line moved another half point. Chiefs are now favorited one and a half. So it's gone. It's, it's creeping back up. That I bet before Saturday, it'll probably be two and a half points. I bet that it'll move up that much. It'll be one of the craziest movements I feel like we've seen so long. But, yeah, that's uh, that's wild. That is It is just wild that the Cincinnati mayor just put a target on Joey Burrow's back. They got to play us day. There's a lot of things I want to say. I would get in <laughs> trouble for saying it. There's a lot of things I'd want to say. First of all, you got to bring, like, if you want trash talk to be real in our world, it can't be scripted. Yeah. And if you're going to script it, it has to be at a certain performance level, WWE. The, pol the politicians need to stay in their own lane on this one because that was pathetic. That was pathetic. You could like you could hear him fumbling over the script and stuff. Yeah. Like it was. Well, the biggest thing is they lose. How stupid do you look? That's it. He's not. Well, he's politician. Back in. They're a politician. They're used to just looking absurdly <laughs> stupid. That's their whole job is to look stupid and collect lobbyist money. That's all they do. That's all they do. They're they're unironic, just figurehead clown figureheads. Is what a politician is. Mm. So. Take that, politicians. If the Bengals lose, the entire city of Kansas City is going to become Eli Apple, mm -hmm. except for the team captains. Oh, Eli Apple is going to be the one who takes it all. Yep. They're, they're, that, they're, I mean, nobody's going to. Nobody outside of Cincinnati knows that person's name. I, I have no idea. He said his name, and I don't remember it now. I don't know what the Cincinnati mayor's name is. All of it's going to just go to Eli Apple. That video is just going to go to Eli Apple like a, a billion times. He's going to have to delete his Twitter. Funny enough, too, Eli Apple, guy who searches his name because he was watching our show the other day when we were talking about him. So we know that guy really does care what people say about him. Yeah. <laughs> you can see that happening all and the time. It's, and it's valid criticism for Eli Apple to be this close to, again, the two biggest games of his life. And he's just searching himself on Twitter. Not good. I don't think so. And what do you see out of the Chiefs? 
Why don't you, Eli Apple, 615-844-5600. For real, though. Call in. Call Let's in. Have a conversation. Let's talk about it. Let's just have fun. We're not going to We're not gonna ask you anything that's going to hurt you. You know what I mean? Just you obviously have something. You obviously have thoughts. Yeah. want to hear them. want to hear them. Uh, so here's a, uh, a crazy story. I don't know if it, if anybody has seen the thoughts of this, there was a college basketball game a couple nights ago. I meant to talk about this yesterday. It's two nights ago. And in the middle of the broadcast, a delivery person for Uber eats shows up with an order from McDonald's and just walks on the court looking for the person play, play this. This is the broadcast of that. Let's see if we can see this. No, this is going to be the turnover in the there corner. There he is, right there in the corner. Yay, yay. So this a, guy is actually, who's he delivering it to? The ref. The, the, the ref said later. Give it to me later. <laughs> he just, what a great call by those guys. Congrats. Oh, he, later. He said, give it to me later. <laughs> just These guys are commentating this, court. yeah. Have you ever had Have you ever had a game or anything happen, like a streaker or anything like that? Hmm. I've never had something like that like that happen. I've never had I've I've had like I've seen one trashy like high school fight at a wrestling match, like a dad going crazy. It's the only thing I've ever mm. seen, like out of pocket. Yeah. Remember the stray cat that ran on the field? That's still uh cam. Who was who was on the call for that? Because he, he did a whole thing for it. I can't remember. It was Monday night football. The squirrels going into the end zone were good too. Squirrels going into the end zone. Yeah, I think it was uh uh Oh, man. Is it Marv Albert? It might be Marv Albert. I could be getting the wrong name. But all the same, I remember, yeah, he's like, the the, the cat's at the 20. It's at the 15. It's at the 10. He's going to score. He's in the end zone. I mean, that was still – that's still so good. I love when real life happens sometimes in, uh, mm -hmm. uh, in, in sports like that. Yeah, the guy just walks onto the court. I mean, how brazen do you have to be? I saw some tweets. He's got more deliveries in the back. They're getting cold. I saw more a tweet, some tweets. I don't know. I have no verification of any of this. But uh, supposedly he was high, and he was just like, oh, I really had no idea where I was. I was just walking in. But he walked onto the court. I saw. Yeah. I mean, where is any security for that? Wasn't it a high school game, it looked like? No, it was college. That was well, a college game. Lower-level college game, right? So there's even less security than high school. Uh, I saw – I think Loyola Chicago was playing, so it was Division One. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Loyola versus. Uh, We've all been on these sport events. Duchesne is that the that's the school? I think it's it was Duchesne. Even at games with security, it's not hard to get by security. Like the security is a form; it's a concept. A lot like what Plato talked about, theory of forms. That's what security really is. You can walk by them and get yeah. away with a lot. That's crazy though, just walking right by. Oh no, there's a ton. How many times do you see a uh, like a? Like an event. I mean, it could be like a big fight or it could be the Super I mean, Super Bowl's coming up. We're going to see somebody's vlog of like how I got on the sideline at the Super Bowl, you know? UFC and they just. was the notorious one because of that kid. He was like, yeah, I'm here around Conor McGregor and Dana White. I don't work yeah. for anybody. Yeah. It's, it's, it's insane. So it's, they're going to, you can just sneak by with enough confidence. You can, because nobody knows what's going on. It's just a big hive mind, basically. Everybody's just hoping they understand what's happening. And you could just sneak in through the kitchen and then walk out into the area and just be like, oh, yeah, I'm with over here. And they're like, oh, okay. And that's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. Happens all the time. Super Bowl happened. I'm telling you right now, we'll see a video that's all, uh, you know, what's happening here. Uh, also, real quick, news out of Ireland. Conor McGregor got hit with a car while riding a bike uh, down the road. A video came out. It was Conor McGregor posting the video on his Instagram, I believe. Uh and he he's fine, but he got hit in the back of a 
the back of his bike riding down the road by a car didn't see him yeah that's could have easily woken up to you know conor mcgregor dead at something something news and we wouldn't have even believed it so i'm glad he's not hurt um i have a feeling that we're going to get a special announcement from dana white any second and it's going to involve him i have a feeling so hopefully the yeah conor was fine though in the video at least oh, so yeah. at least it's not in a bad way he was coming off a broken leg, so yeah, very easily to get re-injured. I mean, he's roided up though, so <laughs> I can't imagine that leg is uh, that leg stronger than it was before. Probably, honestly, maybe. Yeah, we had, we didn't talk about power slap either the other night because the last episode was bad. It's they're in the exhibition part, and people are learning the rules. The show itself is pretty bad. But, but picking the team was stupid. Well, the picking the team was stupid. One of the coaches couldn't pronounce anyone's name. None he was of them. Extremely, well, he couldn't read, and he had to read out the names. Yeah. So you could tell, was, you know, one of the coaches, high-level coaches, was very uneducated. So that was hilarious in a weird way. A guy who's trying to be a professional power slapper? Doesn't really fit the – didn't go to Yale, Well, huh? and I'm going to be quite frank. This, uh, the, they're, putting, they're putting about 17 low-income degenerates in a mansion together with unlimited booze. It's the old tough model. And that's when the real entertainment's going to start yeah. is next week because they're looking at this power slap belt, two hundred seventy bucks. You can get a replica. They're like, "Oh my god, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life." I'm gonna party with Dana on the yacht. No, you're not. No, you're not. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. If you want to jump in, good show today. Later on in the show, in the five o'clock hour, we have a guest coming on that is a sports medicine doctor talking about what happened exactly with Pat Mahomes' ankle and how it's going to affect him going into that game. You're going to want to hear that at 525. If you want to jump in, though, we want to hear from you. 615-844-5600. Back after this here on the Afternoon Stretch. Hey guys, it's Zach. Football season is underway, so now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up with the promo code TAS. You can always do one of my favorites, the same game parlays. Makes a lot of money real quick. Or take a look at the live betting options. You'll get live updates on games that have already started. That's something I really enjoy. I think it's done best with FanDuel. All on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So sign up today with promo code TAS for your no-sweat first bet. That promo code again is TAS. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 and up and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. Refund issued with non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call TN Redline 1-800-889-9789. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. 
Whoa, are you kidding me? There's plenty of game left. Just chill out. If you're too riled up, you won't ever get to sleep tonight. How can I chill out when I have to put up with this every single week? Oh, and he gets picked off. Interception. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Okay, that's enough. Here, try these cannabis products from Lab Canna. And these heightened Delta 8 gummies and Karma Calming Caramels will help put you in a better state of mind. Whether you win or lose, make every game day better with cannabis products from Lab Canna. Learn more today at labcanna.com. From the big game to the big dance, bar lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is your game day and watch party headquarters. Don't worry about entertaining guests and trying to feed everyone. Sit back, relax, cheer on your team, and let the bar line staff take care of you. Grab a bar line signature cocktail and enjoy some wicked deviled eggs. Or a bar line's double stack and finish it off with some Jack and Coke chocolate cake. Bust your belly and your bracket at bar lines. Located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Did you know there's a place where you can get good neighbor service and surprisingly great rates on home and auto insurance? Yep, and that place is, ta-da, State Farm. Here's the deal. State Farm agent Austin Hardy is your go-to agent in the Middle Tennessee community for the service you desire at the price you want. So stop shopping around. State Farm agent Austin Hardy has you covered. Call 615-810-9999 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. CW, how you doing? Hey, Daryl. One thing I think we've learned is how many race fans are in the Nashville market. This is racing territory. For all those people that have sat back and hoped and wished and prayed that the cup cars would come back, well, they're going to come back to Lebanon, and eventually I think they'll be back at the fairgrounds. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. The Afternoon Stretch with Zatch Williams and some dude named after a 1940s cartoon baby who is in reality a gangster on the run from the police. 615-844-5600. If you want to jump in, we want to talk to you. The Afternoon Stretch, Bruno Reagan, Devil McKenzie, Zach Williams. UFC President Dana White, he came out. He still hasn't come on yet, huh? I am here. On the official UFC YouTube stream, and the second it starts, I'm going to put the volume to a minimum and listen and perform this show because I'm very excited for what this is going to be. Yeah, it's uh. My assumption is this is going to be a Conor McGregor the Ultimate Fighter announce combo announcement along with his fight after the show ends. That's what I think is going to happen, but we don't know until he gets on. And he said it would be on uh, 4 p.m. Central. It is 4:25. And this is the exact same thing he did with the Nate Diaz announcement. So I think they're just trying to figure out how to log into the YouTube. Uh, there's been some more NFL news, more hires oh. that have happened in this one. I uh, thought you were going to drop the, the fake news first. Then the Oh, yeah, you want to talk about it. Let's talk about that first because the this is fake news. This is just there, – there's one way to get ahead in this business. And I say ahead, I mean just get headlines. You just lie. You just have to simply lie, and that's what this is. I don't even know what. I don't know why Warren Sapp, of all people, would come out and say something like this. I don't know what he benefits from it. Well, he may have a podcast. Guy, yeah, he's doing a podcast now because he got fired from NFL Network because he kept giving like the women like dildo presents or something. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, he's trying to <laughs> recreate a career for himself, and he's just fr- frankly he's just lying now, which Warren Sapp is like coming out on his podcast saying he has insider information that the Bears are packaging up Justin Fields 
to trade away and draft Bryce Young with their first pick. That's that's the news right now. And I saw a few of those like Twitter blue NFL accounts like picking up with it, and I was like, this is just embarrassing. There's no shot. What, well, it's what it is. And and but frankly, in the comments, people are discussing it in a real sense. Like they're discussing it as if it's real news. And I'm like, I guess lying just works. I don't know. Warren Sapp will never get like a a traditional media job. You'll have to be on podcasts forever just lying like that. You'll it, just like most of the Titans insider podcasts that are around this market, but Hey, look, it, it look, I'll come back. I'll come back to this very moment. If the Chicago Bears truly move on from Justin Fields, I'll come back to this moment cuz I'll go back to what we talked about yesterday too. Everybody's tradable. Even Justin Fields is tradable. I think there's two, three maybe people in the entire league not tradable. But Justin Fields, sure, he is. It is a 1% chance that he gets traded, though. I don't believe it. I don't believe they're going to restart again. What's the What's the purpose of that? So, yeah, Warren Sapp coming out and saying that is just, it's the it's the adage of, well, pod, I got a podcast. Time to, time to make some headlines because I have a name and people are going to listen to it. You know, it's two is the most accurate quarterback that I've ever seen throw the ball. You know, it's like, no. You know, you know Tyreek Hill. You're just doing that to get people to watch and listen to your podcast. But you got to do it. First episode, you know what I mean? Throw it out there. I don't know. It's crazy. 615-844-5600. If you want to jump in, we want to talk to you. Let's go up to Hendersonville. Bill, how are you doing today, buddy? Oh, doing great. How are you guys? Doing well. Doing, doing well. Great, great. Um, have you guys mentioned anything at all about uh, the death of Billy Packer? No, we have not. We have not. Because that came okay. out. Did that come out last night? That was last night. I think his family posted about it. Yeah, I heard it this morning on Amy Lawrence's band of her show on that very same 560 AM WNSR radio uh, station. Hmm. Um, I, um, of course, am of the age where I got to watch and listen to uh, Billy Packer on uh, on NBC working with uh, Dick Enberg, and then later on, he was joined by Al McGuire, and the duo became a trio, and they worked for many years with uh, NBC, and eventually went over to uh, and joined CBS. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, he was uh, he was good to listen to, and he and um, Al McGuire were good to uh, to bounce off each other. And of course, later on, he worked with uh, with Jim Nance on the lot of the Final Four. Right, thirty. He had thirty-four yeah. Final Fours, and that, that's, I you know I can't imagine like being in this industry, Bill. Like you've gotten to grow up in, in in a time where there wasn't a lot of people doing this job. Now there there really is. Everybody has a microphone in their house, so they feel like they do this job yeah. in some form or fashion. And uh, oh can, yeah, do you think do you think from your generation coming out now? to how you see radio evolve, because you've seen radio evolve change, uh, and, and really not just radio, but TV, all of it. Do you think that the the play-by-play guy, the the voices, like you, you can call out so many different people that you probably watched and know because you just knew them from those time periods because they were the guy, but now – you could turn on a, an NFL Sunday game and it can be whatever team playing. You don't even hardly know who that is that's talking on the TV. Do you think that's pretty common now and much more different than it was back in the day? I always say that's very common because now when you're looking at uh, you have so many different 
um, different guys out there doing it. There's not just one, you know, everybody gets the same game with, uh, you know, going back to my day on, on, on when it was Channel 4 with Charlie Jones and Bob Trumpy. Not everybody got the same that those those guys doing the national game. Now, occasionally it would be, you know, someone else, you know, doing the, another game. But yeah, I, I agree that there isn't that. There's so many. You know, everybody in their like you say, everybody in their dog has got a microphone and is basically doing something on the purpose of radio. Whether it's uh, you know, you guys are talking about a podcast and talking about, uh, you know, coming on the different radio stations. Uh, you know, national radio has royally changed mm-hmm. since, you know, there wasn't really there wasn't really a, a Fox Sports Radio or a CBS Sports Radio like you guys have here on 560. Mm-hmm. Um, it just really wasn't out there. You had, you know, you may have had a national uh, broadcast but it was uh, just it, it was very uncommon. Yeah, yeah. Because like nowadays, yeah, I think things have really and things have changed. Yeah, they have. Because I do advocate for the dogs getting microphones, though. We do need to do that more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but the, right. the the amount of you know, I mean, like before Joe Buck and Troy Aikman did Monday Night Football this season, I couldn't even tell you who was doing Monday Night Football the last right the last exactly. two years in in the fill gap between right. Joe Tessitore and then who at Booger McFarland I don't know because it's like they just throw yeah. bodies out there now it's not the same it used yeah. to have used to have a lot of gravitas of like oh this is the name calling the game Ooh. you know Al Michaels and yeah. and uh, uh uh John John Madden you know that's who you're listening to and, mm-hmm. and, but yeah you just don't you don't get that anymore no for me it was Frank Gifford Howard Cosell, mm-hmm. and whoever the third guy was in the seat. might have been Don Meredith. It might have been, you know, just I think they even did Rosie Greer one time. There were several different people they tried to fill that third seat with. But it was Don Meredith who I think hung in there the longest. Mm-hmm. When you had, when the ESPN did not exist, and ABC Monday Night Football was the place to go. And the same thing when you look at uh, – you know, NBC Saturday basketball, which is why, you know, I referenced, you know, Billy Packer to start my call, is when you heard NBC basketball, it was going to be a big game because you had Dick Enberg and Billy Packer, and later on, of course, you had Al McGuire join, join the group. Mm. And, you know, that. And locally, now we did get – I don't know what necessarily network it was, but we got uh, a young Tom Hammond and Joe Dean, hmm. who did a lot of the SEC games. Now, you guys probably aren't old enough to remember that. No, 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 no. Uh, I know the names, but, but no. Uh, but, you know, Joe Dean's favorite catchphrase was string music <laughs> from, you know, whether it was wherever it was from, it was string music from Starkville, Mississippi. <laughs> but it was just one of those great moments that he and uh, that they, they worked – you know, all the local, a lot of the SEC games here. And it's just, uh, you know, and you, and you, and all those guys are, unfortunately, we're losing them. And these new guys coming in are just kind of not the same. 
that's corporate now it feels like too that's that's a lot of it oh hey, very yeah hey bill i appreciate calling and uh talking to us about that because yeah we need we need to mention bill packer and that and that's a tragic loss for the just the sports scene as a whole it is especially with college basketball well, right on the have... eve or in it right now but final four coming up soon before I jump off, let me ask you one other thing. Do you guys happen to have a schedule there in front of you for this upcoming SEC Big 12 challenge coming up? I know Tennessee plays tomorrow night against Texas, but beyond that, I don't know any of the schedule. If you guys would go over it, I'd appreciate it. I can do Thanks that for you, buddy. Thanks so much, Bill. If you want to jump in, 615 844 5600 I want to talk to you if you want to talk to us Bruno's I guess it went it went live to Dana White go live it did he's just reviewing all the fights we know right now yeah. Volk versus Islam John Jones I assume he's just going to hold the announcement to the end so I might just go to text <laughs> so uh, for Bill the uh, Big 12 SC challenges the games for tomorrow uh alabama at oklahoma arkansas at baylor auburn at west virginia florida at kansas state kansas at kentucky texas tech at lsu ole miss at oklahoma state tcu uh at uh miss well, this one actually might be yeah uh tcu at mississippi state i might have to double check that i'm looking at the schedule and i believe it's set as the right one but that might that actually might be wrong i, might, I think i'm looking at the old one that's happening right now um i can get that for you i'll get i'll make sure yeah, i get updated get one right off yeah i had one that was uh that that fooled me on that one it was the and unfortunately that the one that i had pulled up was the sec's website but i don't think that's right because uh texas and T tennessee are definitely playing here uh we'll get that for you though we'll get that for you that's what needs to happen because yeah that's a strange that was a strange website well, I'm pulling. I'm I'm stalling right now for time. Okay, so the games that are followed. These are the games. These are the correct ones, Devlin. Just to give Devlin the heads up there. Auburn at West Virginia. They're playing at 11 a.m. tomorrow. Then Alabama's taking on Oklahoma. Uh, Iowa State at Missouri. Texas Tech at LSU. TCU at Mississippi State. Arkansas at Baylor. Texas Tennessee. Uh, that's in Knoxville. Florida at Kansas State. South Carolina at Georgia. Kansas at Kentucky. Ole Miss at Oklahoma State and Vanderbilt taking on Texas A&M. Uh, that's the ones that are slated for tomorrow. Um, yeah, it's gonna be that's gonna be fun. I think well, this is the last one, right? This is the last one they're moving on after this one. I don't know. I'm not. I, I people get excited for it. I feel like there's been a little bit less buzz about that uh, about that conference battle back and forth. Because, and it's a little bit because the SEC games now have been so much more important. I mean, Kentucky's obviously come back down to, to real real life. They're no longer this perennial powerhouse anymore. Alabama's probably the best team in the country. Uh, Tennessee is up there as well as one of the best teams in the country. And it's just Big 12 is clinging on as a conference to just basketball right now because football-wise, they're – who cares, right? And the SEC is – getting so strong and soon you're going to have Oklahoma and Texas in the SEC anyway. So the SEC facing the SEC is just going to be more important as these like little cross conference battles. I don't know. They don't really move the needle anymore. Like they used to personally. Yeah. That's how I look at it. Yeah. Well, I, I think we were kind of, at least I jumped the gun. I thought the SEC was going to be a lot stronger in basketball than it was this year. Well, seeing how Vanderbilt's kind of exposed a lot of the SEC, it's just kind of Tennessee, it's kind of a 
Well, Alabama. Alabama's number one team. Alabama, sure. Tennessee. And there's like a third one that kind of floats around in the top 25. But outside of that, they don't really have that. It's not as strong as I would thought it'd be all the way around. Yeah, Auburn is the other one you're thinking about. They're but uh, in the 20s right now, I believe. 15. Number 15 in the country. But they'll they're they're Auburn's gonna be Auburn's gonna be that team. They're they're the team that when they get into the finals, they're always gonna make some noise. Not Tennessee. Well, as long as you stick with Rick Barnes, that's Rick Barnes. I'll tell you this: this is off the top of the head. Rick Barnes is Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> He's Ryan Tannehill. Regular season Rick Barnes, regular season Ryan Tannehill are top tier level in their in their positions. But you get them into playoffs or tournament play disappears don't know what it is i don't know what it is and and obviously rick barnes isn't on the floor but something with his team just goes away hopefully it doesn't i mean it's fun to once again i say this all the time because people tell me i'm like this big tennessee hater and a huge vandy fan by proxy now uh it is more fun when tennessee's doing well in sports than when they're doing bad not for me but well that's you but see i get the I get the like the runoff of your Vandy loyalship. They, people think I'm like this big Vandy guy. I'm not. Just I think Tennessee can be fans are annoying at times, but when the program's doing good, it's fun to interact with them. Yeah. It's just when they're not doing work. good, they will wish death upon you. Well, they 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 act like everything's good. <laughs> that's the th- that's the problem that that gets me the most. They act like everything is good, and uh, it's not. It's not. 615-844-5600. If you want to jump in, we want to talk to you back after this here on the afternoon stretch. Football season is underway, so now's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 at free bets. Back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up with the promo code Greg P. FanDuel has all your favorite bets, from the money line to point spreads, player props. You can combine your bets for a chance at an even bigger payout with that same game, parlay, live betting, all of that on the app. Safe, secure, and super easy to use, and my favorite part of FanDuel is that app sign up today with promo code greg p for your no sweat first bet promo code greg p make every moment more this season with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the nfl now you have to be 21 and older and present in tennessee first online real money wager only refund issues non-withdrawable free bets expires in 14 days restrictions apply see terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com gambling problem call the tennessee red line 1-800-889-9789 Did you know there's a place where you can get good neighbor service and surprisingly great rates on home and auto insurance? Yep, and that place is, ta-da, State Farm. Here's the deal. State Farm agent Austin Hardy is your go-to agent in the Middle Tennessee community for the service you desire at the price you want. So stop shopping around. State Farm agent Austin Hardy has you covered. Call 615-810-9999 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. Catch a wave and the amazing tastes of the tropics without ever leaving Nashville with the Hawaiian Izakaya-styled offerings at the Heart Restaurant at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Stop by for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and drinks Tuesday through Sunday, plus brunch on the weekend. Expect fresh, locally sourced, shareable plates, handcrafted cocktails, and of course, the Aloha vibes. To view the menu and make reservations, visit theheartnashville.com. That's the Heart Restaurant at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. 
Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. It's a Bill King show. In Little League football, they play it off. You can't do it in college football, Bill. You got to come up with a bunch of computers and some BCS cockamamie scheme. My answer was yes. It's unique. Absolutely love. I go into my garage every day and make sure there are no dust particles on those BCS computers. I do that. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Stretch. Bruno Reagan, Devil McKenzie, Zach Williams. Here in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studios. If you want to get involved, 615-844-5600. That is the number, Bruno. Do you want to tell everybody what Dana White's big announcement was? Man, he did what I would do if I was famous. Say I had something big and then just let everyone down. <laughs> That's what I do to all my dates. <laughs> <laughs> boo! Oh, boo! Devlin liked it. No. Nobody should be letting this man on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, Dana White announced, uh, he announced, quote unquote, all the cards we already knew. Folk versus Makachev. Um, off the top of my head. And then, well, just getting to the new one he announced. He goes through a promo of all the cards they already had announced. And then at the end, he's like, okay, Adesanya and Pereira are fighting at an unknown location right now, MSG being discussed, New York, but unknown location. They don't even have the location of the card yet. And the co-main event is Gilbert Burns versus Jorge Masvidal. So a human sacrifice, essentially. Yeah. That's That was the that was the big announcement. I was 99.9% sure it was going to be a Conor McGregor, the ultimate fighter announcement against either Michael Chandler or Tony Ferguson. I was so pumped up. But no. nope. Boring. Uh, all right, we move on boring from something. and 30 minutes late. Yeah, exactly. So boring and stupid is what that goes in. Go for something boring and stupid, something not boring and stupid, because now we get to keep it safe with Austin Hardy State Farm Insurance. Time now for the Keeping You Safe Pick of the Week, brought to you by Austin Hardy State Farm Insurance. The real safe pick is always Austin Hardy State Farm Insurance. Talk about him here in just a moment, but... Last week, we did okay on our picks, I believe. They weren't too too terrible, but I know we didn't go all triples on that one. Uh, this week, I want, I want, a, I want a three-piece. I want a three-piece and a biscuit. You know what I mean? I want us to all hit. I want us to all be in it, and I feel like we're going to have a good one because we're not, we're not focusing on too many NFL games. We can really get in and 
start narrowing some things down. Bruno, do you want to lead us off here? Yeah, I think the Grizzlies are the, are the play to make right or the play to make right now. They're absolutely one hundred percent due. I think the Grizzlies are on a four game losing streak right now after that loss to Golden State. A um, little bit of a skid. They've been dealing with a little bit of injury trouble. I mean, the injury report, Stephen Adams, is still out for the Grizz. So, Desmond Bain, um, he's day-to-day. I still think playing against the Minnesota Timberwolves, who are currently 25-25 and 25 on the season, so definitely not slouches. But I, don't, I can't see the Grizz continuing on this loss streak. So, I'm going to take the Grizz minus three tonight. And it's not even really tonight. It's a 6.30 game, which if you're a Grizz fan, you're like, thank God, no more 9.30, <laughs> 10 p.m. Um, we'll get a reasonable time to watch it. Minus three is uh, that's that's a pretty good relative number. I mean, the Minnesota Timberwolves have dropped games to the Houston Rockets. Like, it's not like they're world beaters. Mm. The Grizz should be able, even with the injuries, handle business here. I like that one. That's a good one. Devlin, what are we coming in with? I mean, are we? Are you mayor of Cincinnatiing this one? <laughs> no. Well, partially. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking I'm going to take the Bengals spread plus one and a half. I'm not mixing it up i'm going even safer it's prop season mm. safest prop out there joe burrow over one and a half passing touchdowns minus 188 Ooh, i didn't see that one yeah props are out props are out props early. are out yeah. i didn't know that mm-hmm. sorry so yours is going to be touchdowns passing touchdowns passing touchdowns one and a half yes mm, the under is plus for both of those guys for good reason they're yeah. very good yeah they are very good uh that one's that's smart and I'm going to go a little smarter with you on this as well. I'm going to prop in the very same game as well. How about that? Cool. How about that? You have any idea what prop that is? Uh, Travis Kelsey. On fire. Yeah. Anytime touchdown, Travis Kelsey. Chiefs are going to win. Travis Kelsey has to score a touchdown. That is just a fact. Minus 105 is that prop for him to score a touchdown. Uh, I think that is an easy hit in this one. Uh, love it, love it, love it. That gives us a three-game parlay. Once again, this is keeping it safe. You don't just throw these out willy-nilly, right? These are You bet these are straights. But as a parlay, you put this in at plus 477. This is in our wheelhouse of all three hitting. Plus 477, that's not bad. That's a good number. That's a good Two number. touchdowns for Joe Burrow, which I think he'll get two passing touchdowns. Do you remember the keeping it safe where we all hit um, it's 420. Yes, exactly. So How do you forget? We're we're around that number. That's a good number. Yeah. Uh but <laughs> yeah, I mean, how do you forget that, you know? Like that's so obvious, right? That's going to be stuck in my brain forever. I'm going to have Alzheimer's and remember that one. <laughs> you know, it's just going to be how it is. Uh plus 477 though is the parlay. So, I like to see the parlay number just because I will not be taking the parlay as a whole though. I'm not going to pull a Bruno and say, well, I'm going with over. No, I'm not doing that. But I like the individuals, so those are good. Put that on the card. Which one doesn't win us? Joe Burrow, two touchdowns. I think Joe Burrow could come out and have an absolute heartbreaker of a game. Just Cincinnati, Cincinnati seems like it's priming itself to get Broncoed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else remember that? Come on. That's what it feels like is coming. I don't know. I have this weird sensation in my neck. I'm just like, I don't I don't like this. I don't like this for Cincinnati. Explain your Broncos situation. Well, I mean, just getting absolutely uh, destroyed when you're the favorite in one of the biggest games of the season. Everybody remember that Super Bowl? No, you yeah. probably don't because you probably turned it off. I remember where I was sitting. <laughs> How the, yeah. What were you thinking then? 
I was I had a Dr Pepper in my hand. That's what I remember about it. Yeah. That game, that Super Bowl party sucked. It was yeah. in college. <laughs> I was there. It was terrible. It was not fun. Uh, yeah, that's the one. That's the only thing. I think they're gonna go. It's gonna be a back and forth game though. That's what I think. I don't think it's gonna be a. I don't think the Chiefs are just gonna like destroy. I think they win enough to cover their spread, but which is I think now what like one and a half. Like they they win like it's a three point game in my head. Is what I think they end up winning. But I think they win. And I think it's in one of those comfortable, close games that the Chiefs just find themselves in where it's like at any second, Patrick Mahomes could just throw an interception and the game is severely out of hand for the Chiefs. But for some reason, you just feel like, oh, it's just Patrick Mahomes with the ball and he's going to score a touchdown. They just run down, score a touchdown, they win the game, and there's 30 seconds left. Joe Burrow is undefeated against Patrick Mahomes led Kansas City Chiefs so there is something to be said maybe there's a quarterback controversy in Kansas City I don't know I'm not yeah. saying it but there could be could you imagine could you imagine there's some hey somebody's gonna do it if they do lose and they're 0-4 oh. Pat Rome's doesn't need to be the quarterback of Kansas City Devlin, Chiefs you wanna have think outside the box and have some fun if Kansas City loses this game go on can go on kansas city area radio like look up the big stations in kansas city and go listen to them online on the internet it'll be the most fun you ever have it'll be the most fun you ever have it's awesome yeah. pat rome's kryptonite will be joe burrow for some weird reason just can't do it superman's flying high but patrick rome's got 400 yards and still just find a way to lose to joe burrow man what a what a what a crazy uh what a crazy time here for for just all, all of all of the things that have to go with this game, because if Pat Mahomes does lose it, it is a stain on his career forever. But the everybody is setting up Joe Burrow to to lose to Pat Mahomes here. Yeah, everyone, even the mayor. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> talking for him. That's yes. one of the worst positions to be in. You're nothing about Joe Burrow, which he probably says some. He probably would say some cocky thing like, "I never expect to lose" or something like that. You know. But it's not to the extent everyone else is talking for him. The real safe pick, though, is Austin Hardy State Farm Insurance. You got to check them out. Insuredwithaustin.com or in person, 7110 Town Center Way, Sweet One in Brentwood. Look, if you're looking for somebody right now trying to get some home auto life, doesn't matter. Go with somebody that's going to work for you and with you, and that's somebody who's young and hungry. Don't find one of the agents that are been around for a long time and they have their book of names and they just put you into a file no you want somebody that's going to be there for you that's going to work with you that's going to be out there hustling that's what when the thing happens and, and we all know there's the thing whatever it is it could be anything a bad storm anything when that happens you want somebody that's going to be out there by your side helping you that's what austin hardy brings state farm insurance once again check them out 7110 town center way suite one in brentwood or give them a call 615-810-9999 and online with insuredwithaustin.com this has been your keeping you safe pick the real safe pick you can choose is austin hardy with state farm insurance for home and auto give austin a call at 615-810-9999 Hey guys, it's Zach. Football season is underway, so now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up with the promo code TAS. You can always do one of my favorites, the same game parlays. Makes a lot of money real quick. Or take a look at the live betting options. You'll get live updates on games that have already started. That's something I really enjoy. I think it's done best with FanDuel. All on an app that's 
safe, secure, and super easy to use. So sign up today with promo code TAS for your no sweat first bet. That promo code again is TAS. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 and up and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only refund issued with non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call TN Redline 1-800-889-9789. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three-cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand-breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Whoa, are you kidding me? There's plenty of game left. Just chill out. If you're too riled up, you won't ever get to sleep tonight. How can I chill out when I have to put up with this every single week? Whoa, and he gets picked off. Interception. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Okay, that's enough. Here, try these cannabis products from Lab Canna. And these heightened Delta 8 gummies and Karma Calming Caramels will help put you in a better state of mind. Whether you win or lose, make every game day better with cannabis products from Lab Canna. Learn more today at labcanna.com. Whether it's getting your day started with a clear mind, taking the edge off after a busy day, or hitting the reset button at night, Cure helps us be our most productive selves. Completely organic and free of THC, pesticides, and heavy metals, Cure focuses on specific need states with great-tasting CBD products designed to help you focus, chill, and sleep. And that is exactly what the Cure brand products are named. Focus, chill, and sleep. Now available at select Mapco locations. Visit thecurebrand.com to learn more and follow them on social media. Hi, I'm Joe Fisher inviting you to join Greg Pogue and me for the Mid-State Checkdown High School Game of the Week Thursday night with a Metro Showdown between Overton and Cane Ridge. It's a full evening of high school football on Nashville Sports Radio starting at 6.15 with Murphy's Matchups, followed by the pregame show at 6.45 and kickoff at 7 o'clock. Then Friday night, check out the scoreboard show with Bruno Reagan, Ray Dosky, and Devlin McKenzie. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, WNSR.com, and the app. Overton at Cane Ridge, Thursday night right here on Nashville Sports Radio. Flashback Friday here on the afternoon stretch. Bruno Reagan, Devil McKenzie, Zach Williams. Don't F it up Friday. Devil McKenzie edition. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing will be better. You want to talk about Fridays. Nothing will be better than the first Fridays I was here with Devlin doing that high school show. And I mean, it was my first time hosting a show. It was Devlin's first time producing a show. And the only resource we had was the guy who was notorious for being the least skilled producer at the station. That was Ray. I love Ray. 
But that was just all hilarious how we managed. That's what today feels like. Today feels like that. And me, stone cold, as stoic as ever. Some would say a sigma male. It's, you know, somewhere below alpha but above beta. And then there's Devlin, you know, freaking out. <laughs> the, the, what's the, what's the adage? The, uh, the asylum, uh, the asylum inmates running the asylum. The inmates the running inmates the asylum. Running yeah. asylum. <laughs> That's what the station is sometimes, especially when you give me like. Well, when Bruno's in charge, that's problematic. Yeah. Like I was, I if when, I shiver when the times I leave the show and it's like, hey, Bruno's going to be the one that's hosting this week. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Bruno made forty bets in one show. <laughs> we and bet put, the board and put a hundred dollars on each one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Lost it all. <laughs> Bruno's in trouble. Bruno, that's the that's your children's book. Bruno meets the sharks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of Ray Dosky, we gotta uh, get our. He was in our fantasy league. Kayla won our fantasy league again. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta get up with 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 Kayla and get our uh, get her a trophy. I'm the champion. Not ours. No, we can't give her our trophy. So she, her name goes on it again. Yeah. It's crazy. All right. First hour's done. Second hour coming up. If you want to jump in, 615-844-5600. You have a 90% chance of surviving a lightning strike. You have a 98% chance of surviving a shark attack. You have a 99% chance of surviving a snake bite. But you only have a 50% chance of surviving a crash if you aren't wearing a seatbelt. Your truck may be tough, but a seatbelt makes it tougher. Buckle up in your truck. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. From the big game to the big dance, bar lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is your game day and watch party headquarters. Don't worry about entertaining guests and trying to feed everyone. Sit back, relax, cheer on your team, and let the bar line staff take care of you. Grab a bar line signature cocktail and enjoy some wicked deviled eggs. Or a bar line's double stack and finish it off with some Jack and Coke chocolate cake. Bust your belly and your bracket at bar lines. Located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. 
With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Nashville Sports Radio is hitting the road. Join the Greg Pogue and John Burton show the first Friday of every month as they broadcast live from Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Check out the WNSR calendar for the dates and be there as Nashville Sports Radio hits the road the first Friday of every month. Come be part of the Greg Pogue and John Burton show live from Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel. The Greg Pogue and John Burton show live from Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel on the air and everywhere with Nashville Sports Radio. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. Everybody stay calm. Stay calm. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Afternoon Stretch now on the Cure Hotline. 615-844-5600. Now here's Bruno and Zach. Second hour of the afternoon stretch here on Nashville Sports Radio. Bruno Reagan, Devlin McKenzie, Zach Williams here inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Flashback Friday, free for all Friday, fun time Fridays. There's a lot to going on. Fight, here. fight, fight the power Friday. Fight the power. <laughs> Go outside. Well, tear you, down. You know that's one of the uh, that's one of the Chiefs like mantras now. What? You got to fight for your right to party. Because Travis Kelsey said that at the Super Bowl when the celebration for the Super Bowl. I think he also said it when they got the Super Bowl trophy, like after they won the game. Travis Kelsey would have been also a great WWE superstar. Travis Kelsey seems like he would be good at anything he wanted to do. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's a physical freak. Doesn't make any sense. Like comparatively out on a football field with a bunch of other top one percenters in the world at what their bodies can do, he somehow looks slow but is still faster than everybody. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he has like a giraffe stride to him. Just these really long legs, and they're just – no, it's not fair. And then he has a much less athletic younger brother that just ate a little bit more and found found himself as a one percenter in his own own position. That's hilarious. It's crazy how good he is and how consistent it's been and there's been no drop off. There's been zero drop off. They started doing that podcast and they obviously don't care about football anymore. <laughs> they just care about talking. Podcast is really boring, actually. Yeah, a majority of it is, but they do the clips. And the clips they do the good. clips and the clips are good. Uh but yeah, no, I mean it's 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 crazy. He's like he's the best tight end that's ever played, right? Hmm. There's a lot of people that have this argument. Uh, and, and it's weird. The Chiefs have, like, two of the best tight ends to ever play the game, play as their team. 
It's almost it, it was almost crossed over perfectly. Like when Tony Gonzalez left, it was like right as Travis Kelsey was almost coming in. There was a little there was a little area in there I think where there wasn't a crossover, but still, I mean, just how good their tight ends have been is so crazy. But Rob Gronkowski, obviously, you go up at say, okay, would Rob Gronkowski do what he did without Tom Brady? I don't think so. No, probably not. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> he relied a lot on Tom to yeah. just kind of baby him through it. Um, would Travis Kelsey be able to do what he's done with other quarterbacks? Yes, because you've seen him do it with Alex Smith. You've seen him do it with Patrick Mahomes. He could do it with other quarterbacks. Yeah, it's not hard to run a three-yard curl and then turn around and run seven yards up the field to your first contact and then getting four or more yards after that. Yeah. Frankly, it's just not hard. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it, I don't know. Antonio Gates, there's some people that might throw Antonio Gates up there. Kellen Moore. Uh, they would go old, probably Shannon Sharp. Shannon like Sharp, that. yeah. Shannon Sharp would be up there probably. All time, though, yeah. I mean, Travis Kelsey just feels like all time. He's going to be the easiest Hall of Fame. Mike Ditka. You can put Mike Ditka in there. He's going to be an easy Hall of Fame pick for sure. First ballot for sure. He'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, um, and it'll be without question the way that people look at like, uh, you know, Peyton Manning is the same thing that you're going to be able to look at Travis Kelsey going into it, uh, earlier today over in Kansas city, uh, Reed, Andy Reed has confirmed Mahomes will start barring the injury that happened to him last week against the Jaguars. I think Mahomes just had a case. Everyone's like, how'd he do it? What drugs are he taking, and how did he do it? I think he just wasn't as hurt as he thought he was. Yeah. He stressed it out. Maybe some bruising, a lot of pressure, but he wasn't as hurt as he thought he was. And that's great. Good for him. Yeah. Well, And it's good for the game also because I was worried. When he went down, and it sucks because this is the human element of it. I saw it was his ankle and his knee. I was like, oh, my gosh. The games are going to suck. That's what I first thought. It wasn't like, oh, sorry, Patrick Mahomes. But I'm glad for the viewers' sake that we're going to get, you know, these two teams at their best. And Patrick Mahomes, he's used to playing on one foot anyways in this playoff. So, Yeah. No, he's he's going to be fine. He's going to play. But I do – There, he still got hurt. There was something that happened to his ankle. Oh, he sprained it. He's just playing through a sprain right now. Yeah. And so our, our guest who's going to be coming up at 525 – uh, his name is Dr. Jesse Morse. He is a sports, uh, sports medicine doctor also specializes in looking at like athlete injuries, things like that. I reached out to him because, you know, playing with like a sprained ankle or something like that, it does hinder. Like, even if it's not a huge sprained ankle, there's still going to be mobility issues that are going to happen with that. So we're going to talk about that with him on that side. And you know, this is the other thing. Joe Burrow had like a weird, fall on his leg too he just didn't come out of the game in that game he he was he did have some he got hit in a weird way where you saw kind of the same thing where his leg got tucked underneath a defender and it popped and and you could see that the he was even like grimacing through it but just kind of stayed on the field so nobody's been talking about that one he's he's also had something happen to him it wasn't whatever happened to him wasn't just oh well it's all okay yeah so did you ever play with injury? All time. You every player is injured. Are you hurt or are you injured? That's what they always say. I played hurt a lot. 
I've tried to play through, quote-unquote, injury. I think the worst one I've ever played was redshirt freshman year at Tennessee is my second start ever, and I tore my PCL. It felt like someone – we were at the bottom of a pile, and someone just came in and hit my leg at the bottom of the pile, and it felt like someone just had a knife behind me and stabbed me in the back of my knee. That's what it felt like. And then – so what I thought happened was my – the pressure was so great, my knee brace broke and stabbed my knee. I thought that happened to me. So I go on the sideline and take it all off, and I look fine, and it just feels like there's a knife lodged in my knee. And I, But the adrenaline's so hard, I play through it. And I get to the locker room, and they check my ACL. It was fine. So I, I played the rest of the game. And the bus ride home, my knee was this big. Yeah, just and then I just up. Yep, then I went on crotches to the hospital next week, and there was black ice everywhere, and I slipped and fell at the front door. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's what that rumble was. <laughs> <laughs> the great rumbling of 2015. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to learn a little bit more about the injury, what all is going on with that, what Pat Mahomes is going to deal with that in the next break. Uh, but moving on to a story that happened today, too. What's the most – Bruno, I don't think you would buy stuff, but Devlin, are you like a are you like a collector at all? Like, do you like sports memorabilia and things like that? I used to collect baseball cards when I was younger with my parents, but after that, I like grew up and stopped. What's the most that you would spend on some piece of memorabilia that is just? I buy memorabilia, just gaming memorabilia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's the most you'd spend on something? Three hundred, fifty bucks. Well, earlier today. $300, not rubles, by the way. <laughs> LeBron James jersey from Game 7 of the 2013 Finals where they, uh, the Miami Heat ended up defeating the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, it's sold. Do you have any idea for the amount? Game 7 beating the Spurs? Probably 400K. 400K. Devlin? $2 million. $2 million. Well, you're both off. $3.7 million. It's the third most expensive jersey that has been sold. Enjoy that jersey, Kim Jong-un. Look great in that palace. <laughs> <laughs> Do you could you, you could you guess the two that are ahead of it? Um, and it's in basketball or all sports? It's all sports, yes. What's ahead of a LeBron James? It's gotta be Barry Bonds home run ball, right? No. Mm. Any idea? These are I believe it's game worn jerseys. Yes. Yeah, oh, the, okay. So this is game worn jerseys that are for that have been sold. Are you asking for something higher, or like the next level? Well, these no. These are the two that are higher. This than one's in third 3. place. Point seven. Oh, yeah. Mike Trout baseball card. No, no. This is jerseys. Jer oh, jerseys. Welcome I'm, to the I'm show, still Devlin. Not <laughs> no, this is, no, it's it's, it's a very well, Devlin. It's a very niche question too. Like this is a very. What are the two more expensive jerseys ever sold? Something else by LeBron? Nope. Tom? MJ? MJ is one of them. What could that yeah. be? Does a Tiger Woods polo count? <laughs> it, it, I wow, is that a jersey? It might as well be. You could throw that in jersey a territory. Sunday red polo by Tiger Woods? That could I, be a jersey. Yeah. No, but no, it doesn't. No. It is MJ related. Which one was it? I don't know. The Last Dance. It's his last jersey that he ever wore as a Chicago Bull before you know he hits the shot and all that. That sold for $10 million. $10.9 million is what that sold for. And then the next one, that's the highest one. Next one under that, you're not going to be able to get it. Diego Maradona's Hand of God, the goal for Argentina. 
Uh, that one sold for $9.2 million. That's a hey. huge fall off to 3.7 as the third. <laughs> we might see Messi. Messi's stuff actually break this record. So, Yeah, I was going to say, what if there's, if there's a moment of history, like a thing that you want, what would it be? Don't just say like the dollar amount because it's so high, but like what would be that sports moment? If you could capture that and have that, if it's a jersey, a ball, or whatever, what would it be? Uh, two things. Tiger Woods' red polo after he won the Masters 2019 mm. or a Ray Allen's jersey after the shot, game six, Miami Heat. Yeah, so that was 2013. That was, game, yeah, game six on that one. That one's good, man. That shot was amazing. I have to think about it because I don't – like conventionally from football, I don't really care. I was trying to think MMA and some of my favorite fighters, like the gloves of like GSP after he beat Matt Hughes. Those are pretty. Those are pretty big moments in his career. He was always a nice guy. He definitely GSP also is definitely on steroids. I've come to <laughs> to relent to that thought. No, <laughs> but yeah, it'd probably be something MMA related. Nothing. Uh, Conor McGregor's tibia. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm not too hyped for Conor McGregor stuff. I'm I'm a fan of the spectacle he creates. Not a big fan of him. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what mine would be. You know what I would want? I'll tell you what. Just just because, and it's not even like a good memory. It's a bad memory if you're a Titans fan. I want the football that Kevin Dyson reached out and was one yard short <laughs> to scoring that touchdown. Yeah. Because that would just be cool to be like, yeah, I got the football. I have it. It's the one that was one yard away. Because that football is going to be looked at forever, right? Like, it's just going to be looked at forever. In, in his. I always wonder, like, so does is MJ the one, that, or is LeBron the one that sells that jersey, or who even comes into possession of that? To sell? I have no idea. But, yeah, no, it's not you LeBron. Have, you have to admit, like, MJ's probably like, I want that. You know? It's mine. It's, it's technically the teams, right? Like, they own all that stuff. Maybe. Because every time I've played my last thing with something, I just take my stuff. You're not getting it, so... Yeah. I don't know. I guess he just never did that. But don't the teams they I mean like Vandy, like your gear, Vandy owns that. They owned it. It was there. Not, not tell that to the helmet and pads in my building. Well, yeah, but you stole them obviously. But mm -hmm. I'm saying though like they purchased them, they bought them. They could they could they had another 61 in there, you I know guess. what I mean? Yeah, so, I, I yeah, that's interesting. I don't know how they get those kind of things. They just Well, remember the Tom Brady one? It was no. right after the Super Bowl that he came back and won 20, you know, whatever, against the Falcons. Yeah. That one, remember, somebody stole the jersey right afterwards. <laughs> it was like some reporter or something stole that jersey. Just digging in the, in the what's it called, the, the dirty laundry, I guess. Yeah, yeah, no, they went to his locker and stole it. Or it was the helmet or it was the jersey. It was one of those things. I can't even remember now. But it was something like that because it is valuable articles. When things happen, they have to, like, put that kind of stuff into, like, lock lock and key somewhere because people do try to steal them all the time because they're like i can sell it i can sell it for a lot of money and there's a lot of people out there that would pay millions of dollars for moments like that you should get their teeth bashed in people do curve it stomped. yeah hire me i'll chase these people down they hire someone worse than you <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what they do yeah they get they get someone bigger and better than bruno to go and deal with all this that's, that's what scary. they do couldn't be you. <laughs> yeah, so that's scary. Yeah, no, no. You don't Bigger you don't want to do that. Yeah, the Tiger Woods polo, that's cool. That's a good that's a good idea. I've never thought of a the golfer's polo as a jersey. I've never thought about that. You'd want their clubs. That's what you want. I don't know the if there's any ball. other go there, there's no other golfer that has like a synonymous look though. Like Tiger Woods Sundays, it's red and black. 
I remember I was wearing golf, uh, playing golf, and I have a red polo and I have black shorts, not black pants. But I, and people were like mad at me on the golf course for wearing those colors on a Sunday. Like they were like, "You shouldn't be doing that." And I was like, "No, I don't care." He didn't own the color scheme. Like, was he Georgia? Georgia's red and black. They're not allowed to do it. Like, anyway, yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, people people were like upset about that, but yeah, jer- the jersey of that. I don't know. I don't know any other moment though that is just so in my brain that I'm like, I want that thing other than the the ball. Maybe maybe the Music City Miracle Ball. That'd be cool too. The other one, Kevin. Ky- Kevin Dyson had two game balls that were awesome, <laughs> and for very in the same playoff run, very opposite ends of awesome. Yeah, he was one yard short. Man, it was one yard short. I know. I played with our uh, my wide receiver coach on the Battlehawks, played on that Rams team. Uh, so I just naturally was asking him all about it. He was like, man, we were just too cold. <laughs> it was awesome. No, you weren't. <laughs> the great, one of the greatest Super Bowl memories, too, right before that was, right before that play was Steve McNair escaping the pocket and getting away from the, the would-be sack to end the game, essentially, and gets away and throws a first down. I mean – just I've never seen a quarterback escape and just say I know I'm not getting tackled more than that that play. Mm-hmm. All of Tennessee was on fire at that point because that was it was down in Atlanta too. So it was like right it was a close super it was as close as a Super Bowl you're going to get uh, here in Nashville. Yeah, I don't know if we'll ever see a Super Bowl in our lifetimes, Nashvilleians. Uh, I hope so. The good news is the pro football is so it's so from bottom to first is so razor thin. That the margins can change, and you could go from worst to first. It's possible. It's very possible. Or you could be, and you could do it in like two years. You could be the Cowboys in our entire lifetime, never make a conference championship. So, yeah, no, for sure. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. If you want to jump in, when we come back, Doctor James Jesse Morse will be joining us, talking a little bit about the injuries in the playoffs and how it affects athletes going forward. It's going to get more into like a medical side of this, but it's going to be interesting to hear about that. Back after this here on the Afternoon Stretch. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events you and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Good afternoon. Still a bit of traffic on the South Loop. The West Loop is just busy on 24 as you continue out through the Hickory Hollow area into Rutherford County. Lots of radar down I-24 in Rutherford and especially Coffee County. Also uh, saw some radar a little bit earlier in Mount Julian in Wilson County. Hey, Nash Painting Services, all in Middle Tennessee. They're online. Check them out this weekend at nashpainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. Call 800-715-9880. That's right. Annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. Call 800-715-9880. That's 800-715-9880. Sponsored by Annuity General, producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. Call 800-715-9880. That's right. Annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. Call 800-715-9880. That's 800-715-9880. Sponsored by Annuity General, producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dreams. So Whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. Tony, how you doing, buddy? Good afternoon, guys. I tell you what, listening to Zach and Bruno and Ray Dog, it's just awesome. And I just wanted to give a shout out to y'all. Hey, Tony, I appreciate that, man. You might have just made a promo for us. I'm the best. (laughs) Bruno is the best. Yes, Bruno is the best. The the Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch. With Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. The Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and some dude named after a 1940s cartoon baby who is in reality a gangster on the run from the police. Afternoon stretch. Bruno Reagan, Devil McKenzie, Zach Williams. We're waiting to get on Jesse Morse, Dr. Jesse Morse. Might be a little bit of time with that. See if we can get him in here here pretty soon. If you want to jump in in the meantime, I know we just had someone call in. If you want to jump in, 615-844-5600. We want to hear from you. We want to talk to you while we're kind of filling the time, getting ready for it talking the injuries of Patrick Mahomes and others 
that are going into this playoff season. I mean, it does it does play an effect. I mean, you watched Vegas take that game, and the Chiefs were three point favorites to drop all the way down to two point favorites for the Bengals, and now back up to the Chiefs. There are people that took the Chiefs early in the line, or the Bengals early in. The, there are people that have taken this game at odds they are disgusted with right now. They are aghast at. This game at four points either way. Well, now that we know that they're both healthy, is just a pick 'em. A gas. So if you were, if you if you took if you have either of these teams at three or four, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you just got to ride that wave out. Which one would have been the best? There is no best for the, this game. Is a true pick 'em, man. This is as even as it gets. So the closer, the far farther away you are from even, you're at a disadvantage. Let's go to the phone line. Steve in Donaldson. Steve, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. Garwell. Why why are you not in Hendersonville? That's 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 our home. I know. I know. I had to come into the city. I got a bartender tonight, so come okay. on over, I'll make you a, a Cosmopolitan. Oh. <laughs> Can you make me a Negroni with Prosecco in it? <laughs> a sex on the beach? That'd be nice. You ever seen Big Lebowski? Yes. Greatest bowling movie? <laughs> uh, class. I think somebody said that that movie has more F-bombs than any R-rated movie ever made. Oh, 100%. But, but I mean, I, every time I bowl, <laughs> Steve, which is always a strike and spare, uh, I will I will always say that I do not roll on Shabbos. All right? No matter yeah. what, that's going to come out of my <laughs> mouth. The Jesus. <laughs> yeah, we we used to have a big Lebowski fest in our Louisville center in the parking lot. Everybody dress up in character and they'd have a big, there'd be hundreds of people. There was really cool. Mm. Um, Steve, are you ready to get hey, rid of that Tesla? Like, I need a new house. I already, I did. I got rid of it already. I, mm. I went back to a big suburban gas powered, went from one extreme to the other. So you need to get one. You look good in it. I was hoping you would help me out with that, but whatever. Fit in a Tesla. <laughs> I loved it. It was, it was fun, but my battery did go completely out. Thankfully, it was under warranty. I don't want to know what that cost to replace. A lot. So, <laughs> uh, literal life. That's what it costs. <laughs> a human life. <laughs> yeah, but I did buy some Tesla stock this week. That was good to me. So, good timing on that. Um, you don't want my financial Elon advice, just, but. <laughs> you don't want money. Yeah, look, you don't want my gambling advice. I'm not good at either. Hey, how are you feeling about your uh, Chiefs this weekend, Zach? <laughs> that, that felt, you know, that felt like an attack, the way you said that. My Chiefs? No, <laughs> they are your Chiefs. No, they are your I believe in them. I picked them. I, look, I feel good. I'll tell you this, Steve. I feel good. I've From day one, I picked them as a Super Bowl winner. Uh, and so, it's this feels like if they can win this game, they're going to win the Super Bowl, right? Like, this feels – this kind of – I know some people hate this when I say it, but – it's this is the Super Bowl, right now. It's the, whoever wins this game is winning the Super Bowl this year. I don't think the NFC is winning a Super Bowl this year. Uh, the AFC is just much more of a proven talent than and and what they have to face year in and year out right now. So I, I think the NFC is just really easy to get through, and I don't think the Eagles or 49ers have a real shot to win it. I think whoever wins this one wins it for sure. Yeah, in this time of year, obviously all the time of the year, but. It always comes down to field goal kicker. Who the Bengals and Niners have the best kicker out of the four left. At well, this point. it's Harrison Buckner, right? For the Butker. Chiefs? Yeah, Butker. Butker. He's 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 pretty He good. sucks. He sucks. 
he misses <laughs> more. I, I, it's surprising they kept with him. Like he he was doing what Brett Maher did all through the season, but for some reason they Andy Reid's like, no, we trust him. We trust him, and he'll make good kicks, but he will miss a a point after attempt. He's really not that good. Had, someone who followed him had him a lot in fantasy. Had a lot of stock in that guy. He's really not that. Has Brett Maher also been fired yet? No. Oh wow. They will. He be. will be. He will. Be. <laughs> They're gonna yeah. give him around, <laughs> not pay him for eight months, and then fire him. <laughs> he should just quit. Forget. Hey, is the weather gonna play a part? I haven't looked at a forecast for either city. Tell you what, no, not for either of these teams because the Bengals walked into Buffalo when it was a blizzard yeah. and just trashed them destroyed them so yeah weather's not going to be a factor at all either sunday the low is going to be 13 and the high is going to be 27 in kansas city missouri so it's going to be a cold game that's for sure that hurts that hurts well, i hope my homes is as healthy as they can be i'd love to see both those guys as full 100 percent as they can be so we get a great game so um, but I am rooting for the Bengals. I, I kind of like that that team. They're fun. Yeah, I mean, that, it really, it's going to be – that's going to be a good game. Like, whoever wins is going to be a fun team to watch in the Super Bowl. I just think it's going to be the Chiefs. And Lassie, y'all still there? Yeah. Um, what's that? I haven't gotten a list of a whole lot. Is there any updates on the Titans OC search or – well, they have to hire a whole new coaching staff, right? They fire everybody. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, hi, hey, it's really quiet right now. The Titans are kind of <laughs> deathly quiet right now with all the hirings that are happening. I think what's going to happen, you're just going to get a hire within. I don't know who it's going to be, but it's just going to be somebody coming up and being the OC now because a lot of the big names who you would want are gone. So unless they're just pulling from a college rank or something like that, somebody out of the blue that you wouldn't know, but I think they're just going to hire from within. Yeah, yeah. A couple weeks till baseball, so it's getting to feel like baseball weather, Bruno. Hope to see you out there. Hey. Uh, Otani's playing, so you're yeah, a fan. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm turning a new leaf. I, I do get a little we're upset, though. I saw uh, Acuna hit a home run in what looked like some Hispanic league. It was hilarious. Uh, and yeah. he had the wildest celebration I've ever seen. And every time I go to the comments, it's – and frankly, Steve, nothing against you or Zach. It's just – Old white people are just so upset about this guy partying. And I'm just like, I don't that, know. I think that it's home funny. run, too, for Acuna was in the fourth inning of the game. <laughs> he was celebrating irrelevant, that. Yeah. He, he took four hours to walk that base path. <laughs> I think that's the way we should all approach life because everyone wants to wait until they're rich or famous and then celebrate. No, just celebrate the middle, just celebrate the journey. And that's what Acuna did. Hey, and, and last, last thing, did y'all mention that $5 parlay that got hit for like 60000 No, did I did that? see a lot of people hating on the guy. So he had a he had a $5, 60000 parlay, and he was like, guys, this is life-changing money. Thank you all for following me because they were posting the reaction as it happened live. It was awesome. It was 72000 Yeah, there you go. It was he awesome, did. though. What did he he predicted who was going to score the first TD in each game. Yeah, it was it was three games, right? It was uh, Dal Dalton Schultz from the Cowboys, it was Jamar Chase from the Bengals, and it was uh, 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 who's the tight end for the Philly? Uh, who did it? Uh, Dallas Goddard. Goddard, thank you. Yeah, it was Dallas Goddard and Travis Kelsey. I think actually, may have been all four. So yeah, yeah, that was that was what he did and hit it seventy two thousand dollars. And he was like, this is life-changing money. money. And everyone in the comments was like, 72 isn't really that much money. 
you it's yeah, like it was ridiculous <laughs> yeah and people and he got he reposted on there and he was like it's life-changing money for me i paid off my student loan debt <laughs> it was like my <laughs> life's different now <laughs> so gambling is good kids <laughs> that's all i gotta say come see me hey thanks First steve drink from me. Y'all come see me. Y'all have a good night i appreciate it buddy yeah if anything tells you that story it's like gambling's a good thing gambling can like set you f- up for financial freedom gambling can set you up for success it's really an investment if you think about it, like on a deep meta level. This is what Bruno says before he loads up a twelve game parlay for I don't the twentieth time in a row. I don't do that. <laughs> Old Bruno did. <laughs> I don't do I've never done that. I would <laughs> load up when I first started gambling, I'd load up ten NBA favorites, like minus five hundred favorites, and that would almost hit every time. Almost every time, all the time, every time, almost. <laughs> what's the What's the biggest parlay you've ever hit? Any of y'all? Definitely you two in this because I know you're plus twelve hundred. You're a sports gambler. Uh, twenty five that won. I think two fifty. I don't know what the odds are. I just remember the exact numbers. It's just big day. Oh, it's massive. Plus twelve hundred to win twelve hundred. I put a hundred dollars on a plus twelve hundred parlay and won. Mm. I did an underdogs pick back when I first started, like plus two hundred, plus one eighty, plus two hundred, and won it. I remember there for a while, you would hit, like, crazy UFC main card parlays. That was the thing that was, like, getting you on the map. (laughs) Yeah. No, it was insane. I had people, like, like, not DM me. They would at me on Twitter. They were like, where are the UFC picks? And I was at the USFL. (laughs) They were like, where are they? I'm like, I'm a little busy. Here they are. <laughs> Here are my picks, and then they started going down. I might, I might start doing it again uh, if I get back to the. I don't know. Well, the problem was, was uh, it was good until it wasn't, right? And it's not like I was, it's not like I was doing bad on the parlays. I was going four and one, four and one, four and one, four and one. So, magical little loss on the five legs. It was. It, it's also kind of a symptom of how bad the UFC got. Well, because I wasn't as interested. Well, that's what sure. I'm saying. That's yeah. that's that's just the real truth of it. Like. If you're not interested in it, especially like sports gambling, you should not be doing it. It's degeneracy when you're doing it on games that you don't know anybody in fact. that game. True fact. Unless you're watching the game live. If you're with But you're interested in it. Yes, yes. You know if you have a vested interest, if you're gambling on a game and you don't watch it or know in depth about it, that yeah, those are the two one of the two you have to have. Cuz there's nothing more fun than when I was at the hotel like with buddies gambling and we're all just circled around this small tv like that's the stuff you look back on you're like that's why you do it not for the wins but just because it's energy for the memories uh yeah but if you're gambling on things and you just don't even look at it that's insanity yeah and that's what i was doing for majority of the fall some of these crazy like college basketball games two teams you've never heard of ian pfeiffer he yeah. is all about that. He's like, dude, UC Leota is like eight zero against the spread. He'll bet their spread and then lose. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard of the anybody. I tell you what's fun, and I do it every single holiday with my friends. Every Christmas, we load up an open entire, presents underneath the tree. We we, oh. we load up a full, however many minutes, sixty minute Madden game simulated between like the Chiefs and the Bills. And just throw cash down with like ten of our friends. <laughs> the most oh, like illegal gambling. <laughs> it's just I mean, it is the most fun thing ever. It's il- it's illegal in a technical sense, but it's just on. our buddies betting. Here, I bet you five bucks the Bills win this game or the Chiefs <laughs> win this game. 
and it's just electrifying. You're just watching. That's a the video kind of game. stuff when like the NBA and all the sports shut down during COVID. Uh-huh. People started doing yep. like they're like, I don't know what to do. Yep. I need this. <laughs> like people gambling on like esports. Like people do that all the time. That was my first taste of gambling. I was in college gambling my Counter Strike Go skins. At my internship with my work laptop. That's what I was doing. I was I was interning at the Vanderbilt Women's Center. It was my first internship ever in the summer to to like help me through my uh training. And I would bet on CSGO esports games on the work laptop they gave me, and that's all I do for five hours a day. I would just watch the Counter Strike Go games. I like making picks. I hate putting the money down. I love making picks. Because I think it's fun. I mean, you can just make a pick, you know what I mean? And and I can believe in it, and I can do it. I just don't like putting the money down. Yeah, I know. I'm extremely financially irresponsible. Like, I don't I don't check my accounts ever. See, I'm so. irresponsible in other ways. But just for some reason when it comes to that, I have zero interest of, like, dropping loads of money into, like, a play or something like that. I love it. I'll never forget. I have so many me- – like, that's a lot of my sports memories is the gambling <laughs> Two years ago, I was at New Year's, and I'm just sitting at the bar in this packed bar, and everyone's partying, going crazy, and I'm just watching the Suns because <laughs> I need them to be able to afford my life. <laughs> uh, all right, we're going to run to a break. When we come back, Dr. Jesse Morris will be joining us. We're going to talk a little bit about Patrick Mahomes and the injury that he had uh, and what it is that's going to be kind of what, you, what we're expecting from them on that side. Talking about sports gambling, I mean, that's definitely something that's going to be on a lot of a lot of Sharp's eyes this weekend. Uh, back after this here on the Afternoon Stretch. Good afternoon. Traffic volume increasing quite a bit on 65 southbound here through South Nashville into Brentwood. Still holding up to the north. It got a little bit heavy a few minutes ago. Uh, there on 65 northbound just trying to get past Vietnam Vets. Some radar out through Wilson County this afternoon. Be careful down I-40. Nash Painting is Middle Tennessee's number one residential and commercial painters. They're online at nashpainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. 
Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19, those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food, help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit GiveWestwood.org. GiveWestwood.org. Dazzling diamonds, royal rubies, elegant emeralds, and stunning sapphires. Now's the time to discover an exquisite variety of radiant, prize-winning jewels that are set to take your breath away. This gorgeous, one-of-a-kind display won't be found at the finest jewelry stores, but rather at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer with Jumbo Bucks Jewels Instant Games. Collect glistening top prizes of up to $300,000 and make every win sparkle. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Your exclusive Nashville Sports Radio WNSR Skyscan forecast for this afternoon. We'll have sunny skies, a high of 54, mostly clear skies tonight, a low of 35. Saturday, increasing clouds, a high of 58. And Saturday night, a slight chance of showers. Utilizing the resources of the Weatherbug Network on Nashville Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's John Biggs. Sports Radio WNSR. The Afternoon Stretch, the show endorsed by News Channel 5's John Burton. John Burton's favorite show. You heard it here. He can say he doesn't like it. He loves it. That's what it is. Bruno Reagan, Devin McKenzie, Zach Williams here inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Wanted to change it up, get a little different opinion about the games. I mean, everybody's talking about, you know, what it is, the XOs, all that kind of stuff. The injury to Patrick Mahomes, though, has become something that is a huge talking point. It's in all the headlines. Andy Reid says that he's good. He's starting. It's happening. But you see the videos of Patrick Mahomes jumping off the the platform during his presser events, and you can see underneath the sock, no walking boot, obviously, but underneath the sock, you see a very, very tough ankle brace. So I wanted to get somebody that knows this kind of stuff much better than myself I want to get an actual doctor. That's what I wanted to get. And that's who we have now, Dr. Jesse Morris. You can follow him on Twitter at Dr. Jesse Morris. He is with the Fantasy Doctors. They focus on sports injuries and analysis. Jesse, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. So in this one, what have you seen when you look at something? Because obviously you've seen the the video of Patrick Mahomes getting folded on top of what is that exactly that he was experiencing in that play? So high ankle sprains are, are, are unfortunately quite common in the NFL, but really not super common in the rest of sports. And unlike a, a traditional ankle sprain where you sprain the lateral part of your ankle and it rolls out to like a basketball injury and, and it's not a big deal, the high ankle actually involves more of the shin than the actual ankle. So when, when a player... Uh, gets either tackled from behind or tackled with their foot facing their toe facing the turf and their their the heel is kind of driven into the turf the shin bone there's a thick ligament in between it called the syndesmosis and it can't handle that stress so what it does is it starts to crack from like mid shin you know mid calf all the way down to the ankle and uh, then there's another ankle fiber that kind of goes east to west along the ankle joint and the worse the injury, the more painful it is. 
Uh, we've seen mild grade ones, which are relatively mild. And then we've seen grade three, which they need to go to the operating rating room pretty much the same day. Um, these are very painful. These are hard to put your foot down. These are what we call rotational injuries. So you can see him walk and it's not that much of a deal to walk in a straight line. Ask him to pivot and rotate. That's when he's going to have difficulty. So the movements of Patrick Mahomes, I mean, obviously you watching his game, it's 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 odd, right? Like his movements are not your normal quarterback drop back five steps and then let it fly. It's a lot of moving in the pockets, a lot of shifting around. When you're expecting this and you keep hearing the headlines that, you know, oh, he's good to go, everything's fine. There was clearly something that was hampering him when he would just try to just hand the ball off in that game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Are you expecting to see more of that kind of like hopping motion that we kept seeing him have to do to keep off that right ankle? Or or is this time frame for something like that big enough for him to be basically healed from this? So I'll answer it with this. I'll start with this answer. If this was week eight, he would be out. Mm-hmm. Chad Henney would be starting this game. Mm. If, it, if it was, you know, uh, he probably missed two games. Uh, at the minimum, uh, but he doesn't have that luxury. So they're going to do what they can to keep him in there. When he, he's going to probably do some shotgun because coming out of the, you know, from behind center, then pivoting back and rotating to his right is going to be a lot of stress on the ankle. This is his right ankle. That's his right power side. So he's going to have to step back and, and push off to throw the ball. That's going to be challenging if he's getting, you know, attacked from the sides by would-be sackers, and that's why he's known for, you know, kind of escaping the pocket and making his crazy throws that he can make from pretty much any angle. He's going to have difficulty planting and rotating with that ankle to really, you know, the arm strength he can do it, but his accuracy might not really be able to be there, especially, you know, if he's grimacing. They can't really block the ankle or put a lot of medicine in there because he won't be able to feel it. So you can do so much with this. This is a three to six week injury, depending on the severity. Um, And obviously he's had five days. Talking with Dr. Jesse Morse. You can follow him on Twitter at Dr. Jesse Morse and all his work on the fantasy doctors. Bruno Reagan, say hello to Dr. Morse. Yeah, doctor. I was going to ask you about, you know, immediate game day plans they might have for him because you always hear the old adage you know shoot him up let me get the shot cortisone vicodin what, whatever is there anything they can add on to game day that can help out mr mahomes yeah they definitely um they they're gonna move they moved mountains this week to get him ready mm-hmm. uh their athletic training staff is fantastic so they're they, you know they do what they can they're gonna wrap him up really tight they're gonna wear a brace as you commented on earlier um they're probably gonna give him a toradol injection uh, or oral, there is an oral form of it now. Um, and, you know, as I said, they, they might put a little spray on there to, to kind of numb it up, but there's only so much you can do. This is a deep tissue injury, um, and he needs to be able to feel it. Um, a lot of guys, the tape only lasts for about 15 minutes or so, so it's kind of like it doesn't really it's not it doesn't really help long enough to really be worth it. Um, and and he's they're going to just keep doing what they can to keep him keep him upright. But if he gets sacked, if he if he's escaping and again land on again, I would not be surprised if Henny enters this game. Yeah, when 
one thing I had talked with Zach uh, earlier this week on our show is because Patrick Mahomes has signed in for about an eight, like eight or nine years left of a guaranteed deal, you know. But part of that guarantee is he's expected to play in these big moments through these injuries. But he is their franchise. Patrick Mahomes is mm-hmm. one of the best young players in the league. And when you get hurt, injuries kind of breed more injuries because of the way you're going to subvert pressure on your ankle. You might injure other things. That's how I've had a few little tears in my knees because I try to put too much – I stay off one leg, get on another leg too much, and then boom, there goes a PCL or MCL or something like that. So is that a thought process that that training staff is going to have with Patrick Mahomes? Like, hey, you know, is this worth the, the the rest of your career? Or is a high ankle sprain kind of not as much of a risk for an, a more stressful injury somewhere? So that's, that's a good question. So um, if it was his knee, if it was, you know, shoulder, I, I would be much more concerned. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. High ankles are awful. I mean, absolutely awful. I've had people that were seven, eight weeks out and still had trouble putting their foot in the ground and cutting. Like, it, they're awful injuries. Um, but I won't say worst case scenario, but worst likelihood of possibility of progression would be essentially fully uh, called fracturing the, the, the syndesmosis, which basically requires what we call a tightrope procedure, mm-hmm. um, which is what happened to Adam Thielen last year. He came back from a high ankle, returned too quickly, ended up fully fracturing it and, and had, uh, he, he had the tightrope. Uh, you know, Jalen's had the tightrope too, has had two tightropes. So for the most part, they do fine. Um, you know, it's not like an ACL, you know, it's not going to translate the energy. It's unlikely to translate the energy up there. Um, so it, are there, you know, is there increased risk? Yes, but I'm not super concerned about it. it, it worst comes to worst, it progresses the injury. And then if they win, he's going to have really difficulty playing in the Super Bowl. I mean, that would be worst case scenario. But but I, in terms of other injuries, I'm not super concerned. Obviously, with less mobility, you know, he could injure something else because he can't move as quickly as he should be able to. But it's obviously you can kind of go down a rabbit hole with that. Talking with Dr. Jesse Morse. Follow him on Twitter at Dr. Jesse Morse. Now, I I want to switch up a little bit because we're talking Patrick Mahomes, but you mentioned Tua's name in there with some injuries, mm. and this season has been fraught for injuries with, with Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, the news coming out today, he is still in the pro- concussion protocol. His third, I believe, this season. And he is not going to be able to be a part of the Pro Bowl. And it's a flag football game doctor that he's not going to be able to play in as well in this but how how that seems very like very long I mean first off but is that going to be the new norm going forward with how the NFL is handling these these concussions because it seems like it used to be just a year ago before all this when a guy would go in concussion protocol they could come back in the same game now it seems like a one to two week injury almost yeah his injury changed the game uh literally um, that incident down here, I'm in Miami, that incident, um, the initial one against the bills, allowing him to come back when they called it a back injury. I don't, you know, we don't technically know any more than that. It was probably a concussion, but we'll leave it a back injury. Then four days later, him end up playing against Cincinnati actually. Um, and then obviously suffering that concussion, um, that, that short time period, allowing him to come back. Um, ended up dramatically changing the NFL changed their their concussion protocol and they basically ended up saying hey anybody who's at uh, you know in the concussion protocol you're done for the game 
It's happened several times this this year. AJ Dillon happened once. Amon Ross St. Brown is a couple other guys that come to mind. Um, you know, even his, even his backup uh, he got banged out and that he was done for the game. So that's when Skyler had to go in. But the problem is, um, it's a it's a double edged sword. I, I like it from a safety perspective because you can never be too safe. Um, but it does kind of open up a can of worms because if, if it's just you get banged and you're like, eh, it's maybe a concussion, but it's probably not. But he if he's done for the game, that's it. If it's first quarter, first play. You know, it, it, you know, but um, going forward, this is this is concerning, not only for Tua, but in general, because I uh, will use it. What happens if Josh Allen gets injured on the first play of the game? You know, and it's an important game, e- even if he maybe didn't suffer one. So it, it's it's a slippery slope. Um, he's a, a two is a month out to yesterday and he essentially um is still in the concussion protocol. That means technically means that he's still suffering from some type of symptoms, likely fatigue, probably not a headache anymore. Uh, difficulty ramping up his heart rate without having any other symptoms, maybe amnesia, uh, what we call emotional liability, which means you get excited and you get really sad and, you know, very quickly sensitivity to light sound, um, you know, forgetfulness. I mean, there's so many, uh, but, and then the other question is, how risky is he next year? Like, is he one hit away from suffering another concussion? Mm. And, and and obviously we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it, but unfortunately there's more questions than answers for him. Yeah. That, that that's really the, the sad side of it because I mean, as the competitor, you know, he's just gonna, he's going to want to go out there. I mean, look at how we saw Patrick Mahomes even going back to that last week on the sideline. He was, about as fired up as you can say to say I'm not getting out of this game and then they eventually convinced him to you know at least go check an MRI or something like that and uh it's just it's tough to get these guys off the field when they're in that situation but things like that happen where you start questioning okay Tua is this worth you know what you're gonna have and it's obviously with the DeMar Hamlin situation as that happened that is another one where it's just how, how much do you want to fight through these kind of things because you just don't know what could be on the other side yeah, no, I mean it's it's tough. These these guys, I I know I have several of these guys as my patients. Um, unfortunately, they want to play, and you have you you know the medical staff to do their job and say, hey, it's in my best interest for you not to play. You know, it's in your best interest for you not to play. Um, and for the brain stuff, I mean, I always tell them, hey, I can replace your knee. That's not a big deal. I can't replace your brain. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we, you know, if you have a twenty one year old that doesn't know where they put their keys, like it's kind of scary. So, you know, the concussions, they kind of they think about and, and they don't really worry about more so some, than some of the other injuries, um, which they just try to push through. Yeah, they, they basically threatened Mahomes from what I heard. They said, hey, if you don't get x-rays to rule out there's no fracture, then you're not going back in the game. So he's like, all right, let's go get him. Mm. He got lucky. Usually at a high ankle doesn't have a, a massive separation. You can um, fracture. That's what happened to Pollard. Um but um, but thankfully he was able to get back in the game and 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 prevail. Henny looked okay, obviously okay, but you'd rather have Mahomes. Doctor Jesse Morse has been our guest. Doctor, thank you so much for jumping on with us. We want to get you on more is just as more, much as we can because great information from you. You can follow him on Twitter at Doctor Jesse Morse. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Good stuff there. That is a tremendous take at all that stuff. I mean, it really is when you start getting into more of the science of how it all gets in. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a hindrance. 
no matter what. And I didn't even think about that, what he said about how much is going to go into his ankle. He can't put too much because he has to feel some of it. So he's going to be playing with just pain. injure his own ankle through. Because, of, yeah. You well, you won't be able to throw either. Just a pushing off motion you know, would be, you know, new. It would be weird. It wouldn't be the same. So that's interesting. We'll see this weekend because it is the weekend, Stretchers. That is. We are done for the day. Appreciate everybody who called in, commented in, watched in, already did. Remember, if nobody's told you, I love you and you matter. You have a great weekend, safe weekend. We'll be back Monday talking everything going on from this NFL championship weekend. Have a safe one. See you next time here on Nashville Sports Radio.